1: This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Welcome to the Triple Option. Here's your host, Paul
2: Catalina. Well, there's some big news today outside of... Uh, God, I really hate this shot of us. It just makes me look so small. What? Oh. Or so short. I'm not small. I'm corpulent. But still... Uh, what, a, what a SAT word. <laughs> but... Yeah, it just it lo- makes you look so ridiculously short. I've got we got to figure something out, Garrett. You don't like that? No,
3: I mean like, look, Leroyden <laughs> looks good in it,
2: but it. I, I mean, like, we look like Legolas and Gimli.
3: <laughs> well, look, they also. I mean, we didn't make this table to like spec, like you know. What no, I mean? no,
2: no, absolutely not. See, that's better. Like he still looks right. taller than me, but you know, there's some perspective there. Um, but, no, there's a lot. The NCAA has proposed a creation of a new subdivision with direct compensation for athletes, um, which is not – this is like – it's not a good news scenario for most schools. Like 120 of them? Yeah. Like, about a, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know,
3: how many Division One teams are there? In there, like, is a hundred and thirty something? Yeah. So yeah. there's like they probably play, they play football. Basketball is a whole different. Yeah. Probably of about
2: a. Well, and the other thing is like, yeah, that's there's there's a, I have I have more questions than answers on this, but we're going to talk about that uh, here in the show today. Um. Yeah. It's it, it's there are. You seem down. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm generally down. Yeah, Royden. I mean, the like College football on the last couple of days. I mean, is this what it's like to be like a, a fan of like internationals like FIFA yeah. and know that like there's this ridiculous seedy underbelly to it that, you know, consumes all your soul and sucks you into the blackness of the void, leaving you with no hope for a, a bright future? Yes. Okay. Um, I mean, welcome. because. Because that's how I feel right now, and it is something... So you're not on heroin? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I know as a sports fan, I will never, ever, ever get over it. Ever, ever get over it. As a sports commentator, I will never get over it. As a human being walking the earth, I will never... Like, any kind of tear you want to put me on... Like category or whatever,
3: I will never get over yes. what happened on Sunday at a subatomic level. Yes, I will never. Whenever you get... die and are spread into the stars, yeah, I will never get over it. Lord Estate was screwed in two thousand and twenty-three. Yes, <laughs> so just, that'll yes. be that'll be broadcast and here's into the, thing, the eon. So the only thing eons I, to come the right. only thing I can compare
2: it to. Anyway, what and do you want to talk about out. today? What movies have you been watching? Yeah, yeah. I haven't I haven't I I watched Blue Beetle the other day mm. because uh it's I had saw ex- on TV I had exactly as much time as the movie was. Yeah. <laughs> when it wasn't like I enjoyed I'll tell you, I enjoyed it as a nice little change of pace from you know the bad void? sports news. Yes. It was it was not the dark night, I'll mm. tell you
3: that. <laughs> but I I enjoyed it for what it was. Anything? Well, does like what compares to Jay Z's Black album? You know, like do we want? I'm just kidding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what you you know. Yeah. That's what we're doing today. We don't want to talk about sports. No. Um. But the only thing I can compare it to as a sports
2: fan is in 2003 when Aaron Boone hit the home run, uh, against the against the Red Sox. Yeah. Um. That was, but that happened on the field, like. And it, was, it can be remedied on the field. Like, things that can be ha- happen on the field can be remedied on the field. The thing that sucks about this is that not only have you told Florida State they can't win the national title, they can't even compete for it because of some arbitrary, like, again, prognostication, like crystal ball tells you that there's no way they can figure this out. Well, like, but that's why they're sports. That's, that's, why, that's why sports happen. That's why we played the football games. Yeah, that's why sports happen. Like, it's just like they forgot that part of it, and it's just a TV show now. And. Um, Paul, let me tell you something. It's always been a TV it, show. It's always been, it's a, always TV been a TV show. show. But, it, but them, like, this is them admitting, like, look, this is a television show. We are worried that that part of the television show would be slightly worse. When Florida State being in the game would be a very little part of the problem of people watching it. Um, being on Monday night it would be a huge, you know.
3: Here's my thing. The the committee got away with it in 2014. Yeah. With Baylor and TCU because Bob Bolsby gave them the reason. Gave them the reason, but also and I feel I know a lot of Baylor and TCU fans feel this way. You're just too little. Yeah. You're too sorry, you're you're a, you were a little time program. Yeah. Johnny come lately. Upstart Private school. Yeah. Ohio State is Ohio State. Yeah. Always was the case. Always was going to be the case. We all knew the rub. And by the way, the injury thing doesn't matter. Uh, they've cited that. Uh, remember Ohio State was on there, like Cardell Jones when that happened? Anyway, that neither neither but here his, nor there. his championship game was way better. Yeah. Well, sure. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. But he was still the third-string quarterback. Yeah. I digress. You got away with it because – there are like 200,000 living alumni from <laughs> Baylor and TCU. Who cares? Florida State has won national championships. How they had the unmitigated gall to look people... We were, sitting, we were sitting... I was at my parents' church the other day, and they were like, who can we pray for? And I was just jokingly said, Florida State alumni. And I was saying, no one in the world... Would be a Florida State alumni in Livingston, Texas, and someone in the back was like, "Please and thank you, I'm from Florida State." Yeah, and I was like, "Whoa! Like, how did in, the the amount of I don't know balls it takes to just to just be to just say, look, we know that we said that winning games matters." But you didn't look good, and you hadn't looked good for looking good relative. You had, like, the top defense in the country, but, like, whatever. You hadn't looked good, and Alabama is, like, Alabama, so, you know. That all works, I guess, if it's not freaking Florida State. Well, you find out when you're, like, you
2: find out what rooms in the country club you can go to.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like. Oh, you don't get access to the spa, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, uh, no, I, like... I, I'm i baffled by it, mainly because I we had all known that it was a TV show and it was a ratings thing and, and not for nothing, ESPN, they don't have any sway, quote-unquote, over the committee. That would be a conflict of interest. I don't want to say that everything isn't above the board there. But when the committee is taking into account... What the ratings for the television show are going to be like, and what people want to see, then we've then we're off the wagon. Well, and look, they, um, you know,
2: they certainly give a, a, a forum, which they should to everybody. But Greg Sankey got to spread his propaganda
3: for weeks about it. You know, you know. Well, and yeah, they all and get to go on college football today or whatever, and get to yeah. say this, that, and the other. And then the whole thing is broadcasted and owned by ESPN. Yeah. That's why I think the there's no reporting to say the the otherwise, but everybody was looking them dead in the face and we're like, what are we talking about here?
2: The the 12 team playoff with competition from networks should help that, yeah, quite a bit.
3: Um, This is all solved if we just have the 12 team playoff. By the way, I mean, like, yeah, there's going to be been saying there's
2: going to be some debate on those last teams in, and we'll see. We'll probably see this happen again where. It comes down to like, are we really going to tell the SEC that they can't have this team? Five and, teams, yeah. Yeah, you know, like that. That's that's where it will will be. But, um, you know, like it, it just, um, I should be excited that Florida State gets to play Georgia in a bowl game, and I legitimately am not. You know who's
3: not excited about that either? Georgia. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they're not. Like yes. So Florida State. They, look, but they they. Have nobody to blame but themselves, they yeah. spit the bit at the very very end, which we've all known has been the death nail for for everything else, yeah but so
2: um yeah i I like that's the thing that um you know i like it's made me like this this oh like they're like the new year's like it's got like it's gonna help the New year six bowls as well because. Now you won't have – because Florida State and Georgia, that's a great game, right? That right. should be a great – like, no matter who's playing quarterback at Florida State, that's going to be – that's a TV game, right? That's, that's great. Um, but, I mean, the opt-outs that are going to happen because this game means nothing now, unless, like, Mike Norvell can convince a bunch of people to stay to play in this bowl game just so that, you know, they can be 14-0 and and be like, well – here it is. And I, I just don't
3: know. And which by the way, people are going to scoff at this in the comments, claim the national championship. No, I, <laughs> no, I, don't I know, know do you don't want to do that. And you don't want to do that because then it's like that, but it's like, if not for play on, what does any of this matter? Yeah. What does any of it matter? We should say, these are the best four teams at the start of the season. Yeah. These are the people that are getting in. Yeah. No, it's, um, and Look, does this hasten Florida State's exit from the ACC? I don't know. But, like, you just said, like, a whole conference doesn't matter. And we'll get to the tier system thing later in the show. But you've said that the two teams – I I, I would be interested to see what they would have told Washington if Washington lost that game. Yeah. Like, well, or like – you know like the, the problem with Florida State like okay if
2: Jordan Travis had gotten hurt at the very end of the Louisville game right right and Tate Rodemaker had to come in and looked a little shaky Florida State would be in because they wouldn't have any evidence to to like back up their bs um so
3: well in my whole thing with this in- entire thing the criteria has never been written down and presented to us like a 99 thesis or whatever it is the i'm I'm not sure my uh Historicity on the uh, events of Catholicism and yeah things like that is a little <laughs> off, so that's probably not the actual thesis. How many yeah. theses it was? Yeah, tell um, me how many theses it was in the comments. 90, but, uh, 95, 95, 95. 95.
2: Thank you. I listen. I you know what? I used that with Amanda last night. Like I felt like I was the Martin Luther of <laughs> of of this whole thing. Of like, here's where you're wrong, and I'll give you all the ninety-five. Yeah. yeah, no, it, it's it's just. You know, and I, like going to be several top after fives. today. I'm probably not going to talk about it all that much. You know, because it it's it's burned already. There's nothing, but I do. I am curious. I say all that much. I'm going to get each of the co hosts' opinion on it because I am curious to know. You know, and I'm like I'm I'm waiting for someone to be able to look at me and say, No, Paul, you're wrong. Alabama should be in. And and by the way, maybe. But, but, but it look. I will tell you this. I think Alabama would have gotten in in any other scenario except this exact – they should have gotten in in any other scenario except this exact one. Like, this is the one where – That's my problem with it. Yeah. I mean, do you ever – Well, and they've done this to themselves. Do you ever watch The Price is Right? Go ahead. So they've got a a game on The Price is Right where you have to, like, step on the right numbers – Like you stand in the middle and you step on the right numbers and you have to go in the right order. Mm -hmm. And if you, you know, you can get more chances if you guess the price of a can of soup, you know, and stuff like that. But so, like Texas had a clear path, or Texas and Alabama have a clear path. Alabama has a clear path, except for this is the one scenario where, you know, they stepped here, they stepped here, and they stepped there, and you hit the three X's, man. Sorry. Mm Mm-hmm. But because it's the SEC and because it's Alabama, there's no consequences for them. There's no – they have diplomatic immunity. They're just doing coke off a dead hooker's body in the police station. Just absolutely like, you can't stop me. (laughs) Oh, my God. So So what's your
3: relationship to the Kennedys?
2: (laughs) You know, that's that's what they are. That's what they are. So – it's it's just it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. It's
3: sad, um, but I mean, it really feels like winning on aggregate. Like you were talking about the Premier League, and the, this will transition into the later segment, and you'll get what I'm talking about. But like, it feels like it feels like you were relegated because someone else scored five goals. Yeah, and you're on the last day, and yeah. you're just like, what does that mean? How did that happen? We won. <laughs> yeah, we won. Th- we won two nil. We yeah, should we be won, good. We won two nil, and you were you lost like you lost six to five. Yeah, how did that happen? No, that doesn't make quite enough sense because Alabama won, but it it feels like that in some way where it just wasn't decided. It was decided across the country somewhere else. Yeah, and I, I, it, it just would have made more sense to have three undefeated. Power Five conference champions and the guy, the guy, the team that won head to head.
2: Yeah, with look, the other contender. If, if Alabama and Texas had never played this year, then Texas would have been the one who was out. Probably. It, yeah. You know I mean, like that just would have been because the big, like they would have just fed Texas narrative is the Big Twelve isn't good enough for you. Sorry that you, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. that you want it. It's the SEC. So the Big Twelve and Texas would have been the victim in that because. They really wouldn't have been able to, you know. If Alabama had lost to Auburn, this wouldn't even be a problem, you know. Yeah, you can go what ifs down the road. But, like, like, it's all those things. Texas
3: could have lost to Kansas State. I just think that – Yeah, that would help too. Right. I just think that they have just now posted, nailed on the door, that two and a half conferences matter. Yeah. And when Texas and Oklahoma leave, two conferences matter. Well,
2: and – Every school in the four is in the Big Ten and the SEC next year. Mm-hmm. Every school in the four.
3: So I'm telling you, it's yeah. it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. Like it's and we're gonna talk Super about League.
2: we're gonna talk about how fast it might be coming, which like it like the accelerated timeline. We had a guest on the show yesterday who said he thinks revenue sharing is coming in twenty twenty five and he's in an NIL collective. And I thought, huh, nah. Nope. <laughs> you were wrong. I was like, nah, in real I mean, time. In like, that 20, 2025, like to me, when he said that, Garrett felt like, gave me some time, right? Some like leeway. that was, that was like, he's saying optimistically because that's what he does. Right. right. And not that I didn't believe him, but like, that was just his best, like, he thought it was coming. And he was like, wow, 2025, let's, you know, I'll give you 2026 20, or 27 because these things move slow. And then this story pops today about the NCAA. I'm
0: like, well, nope. <laughs> yeah, Very <laughs> intriguing. And I'm interested to see how this plays hand to hand with what he was talking about with the SEC and aligning up the, the NIL collectives, how they're doing, and how many other teams are going to stay, uh, stay that course to try to do that and to get on par for this new evolution of college football, too. Right,
3: I, it 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 does suck for these communities um, that the the towns are sort of built around these universities, and not for nothing, the football football yeah. drives revenue in the towns. And then for a lot of these places, we're just I'm not saying they're going to stop playing football, and that we won't see like people rally around their communities to go for like Ohio's. Mm-hmm. St- you know, yeah. you, Miami, Ohio, go play the University yeah. of Ohio or whatever. Like, Ohio University, rather. Like, yeah. just naming someone. But yeah. I – it it sucks when we have just said that, like, hey, 20 teams matter, man. Yeah. It, that's the one who we have decided to have the biggest revenue. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's not, like – this is the one who we're going to broadcast on television. You that, can go find your stuff on, like, CBS.com. That's not
2: college football. Like, no. that's not the, the root of college football. Is It's your school versus this school, and there's pride to it. You know, it's, it's – I paid a lot of money to be here. I'm going to
3: root on these kids,
2: damn it. But yeah, I, exactly. I, you know, that's exactly just, how it is. So, yeah, and I, like, again, I wanted to get your, your perspective on it. I want to spend more time talking about the transfer portal yeah. and this other thing today.
3: So, I will say – I don't want to make you mad – Will am I excited to watch Alabama Michigan? Oh. I listen, I think it's going to be a bloodbath. I think it's going to be awesome. I think it's
2: going to be great. I think I um I think Alabama's going to win. But yeah. um I don't think I like I've been saying this for weeks and I like I I I may be backing off. I mm-hmm. predicted Michigan would win the national title yeah. at the beginning yeah. of the year, but after watching them play compared to watching and um, some years in the 14 playoff, I haven't been able to, this year has been completely different because of the way that we've kind of scheduled out what we've done. So I've seen a lot more than I have in the last mm-hmm. few years. So I've seen like of the top six teams, the top eight teams, I've seen a lot of a lot, like I mean, I've seen every second of Florida State, like mm-hmm. twice, you know, <laughs> but, I, um, but I've but i seen most, like I've only missed one or two Texas games and and neither of them were consequential to this decision, yeah. right? I didn't see the tech game, Hardly at all, but again, that was
3: yeah, – That was a bloodbath. Yeah, it it was, been, that
2: was awful. But even close. Um, for Tech, it was terrible. But I um, I can tell you that watching the Big Ten as, as I did this year, Michigan has not seen anything, skill position-wise, no. like any of the teams that they would play, like even before Sunday. Like if you're in Michigan and you're looking at your matchup, like you're a good team, you're well-coached, like all those things, and they're going to be a tough out no matter what. But you have not seen – what Georgia, Florida State, Texas, Washington, and Alabama all have at the skill positions, except for the Ohio State game, and then you take in the fact that Kyle McCord, who's in the portal by the way, we'll talk mm-hmm. about that in a second. Kyle McCord it was is limited compared to Michael Penix and Jalen Milroe and and Quinn Ewers right now. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I guarantee you, like Ryan Day is like, damn, how did we let that happen? But he knew it was going to happen anyway. But, but Quinn Ewer is like Kyle McCord, just a tier below. Yeah. Carson Beck would be a, t- a tier above. And, and, again, they wouldn't have had to see Jordan Travis. But three weeks ago, Garrett and I were having this conversation when Jordan Travis was perfectly healthy. And I'm like, look, I, I like anybody's matchup against Michigan just because they have not seen that. They haven't, seen, they haven't played one single quarterback like that. They haven't played a running back like that. And they've only played Marvin Harrison Jr., really. And they didn't do a great job at Marvin Harrison Jr.,
3: but nobody does. So And look, and you know why, uh, on top of the Baylor-TCU thing, why the style points thing uh, is arbitrary? Um, Michigan had like 180 yards of offense versus Iowa mm-hmm. or something of that nature, Yeah, right? So style points matter. Except for them. Except for – You know, style points matter when you're Florida State. But when you look bad with your starting quarterback, bad being relative, they beat them like 20 to nothing, right? Yeah. But when you look suboptimal versus an Iowa defense, that is good. Sorry, American East Farmers, I know. But, like, (laughs) against an Iowa team that just, uh, frankly, I don't think is the weirdest 10-win team that I've ever seen in my entire life. Yes. But I don't think it's very good. But I think – when you look less than stellar against them, that doesn't matter. But we look less than stellar against a Louisville team who ha- also, by the way, has a top 15 defense in the country. And
2: a, top, and a top 20 offense.
3: Yeah. And you held them to that many points. So we're saying that doesn't matter. The, the mm-hmm. like, there's always been
2: hair splitting, right? The 13th data point mattered for TCU and Baylor, right? That was the explanation they gave. Right. Right, it mattered for that. But then when they hit a, a wall where they had a, a conference champion to who didn't or not a, a non-conference champion who only had one who was eleven and one, then they're like, "Well, who needs thirteen whole games to see how good you are?" Exactly. Yeah. So that's just how it is. All right, we're gonna take a break here. We're gonna come back. We're gonna talk about transfer portal madness. And I wanna, I want to drill down on Kyle McCord a little bit. This is a dude who was eleven and one.
3: Eleven and one. He he had like twenty-seven touchdowns to like five interceptions
2: too. <laughs> he had a very good year. Now, did he have a Cam Ward year? No, he's not Cam Ward. But I I I want to talk through this with you. Like he's made the choice to get in a portal, but I'm not so sure that he wasn't like maybe forced, <laughs> given a heads up by his coach. Like, look, if we can get Cam Ward or somebody like that, like. We're gonna go get him, and you know he was eleven and one. Ah, you know this is this is where I'm all like Garrett will tell you I'm I love the portal I yes. think it's I think it's well, super. It was the great
3: equalizer this year because three teams were undefeated.
2: Yeah, I think I think it's fun, but this part of it that's a little bit weird where, you know, if you push a guy at the door who's eleven and one. Like, you, you better be ready for – you better be you – better, you better know. You better know that you're getting somebody good. And I don't think that they know that yet. Although, Brian, like, Brian Hartline's the OC. Like, you know, they can go back to that kind of wide-open style that, that they play most times, except against Michigan. I don't know. But <laughs> anyway, we'll come back. We'll talk about the Transfer
1: Portal. This is 365 Sports. If your business is like most, you need things done quickly. But if you're still tying your critical applications together on multiple shared public networks, you've probably been feeling the slowdown. And that's no good for business. A private UPN fiber network can get you and your business moving at the speed of light. Whatever you need, we can build it. Internet, Metro Ethernet, Waves, Dark Fiber. We deliver custom private networks and are focused on business customers only. Our next generation 100% fiber optic infrastructure offers you low latency and ultra scalable bandwidth with speeds up to 100 gigabit to run your critical applications. Your connection won't be limiting your performance anymore. It's diverse and scalable, so it can grow and change as your business grows and changes. And with a secure carrier grade private network, you'll have all the reliability you need. Contact UPN today to learn more. Fast, just got faster. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Welcome to the Triple Option.
2: Here's your host, Paul Catalina. Welcome back. We are in the transfer portal point of the season. I was going to say, me, us personally? We are. We oh, are okay. very, like, we are in that, no. Um, look, I'm, I, look, i we're always in the portal. Yeah. You know, just waiting for that one good offer. Um,
3: ESPN wants to pay you again. You want to you yeah. go back? Yeah,
2: absolutely. Uh, sure your bosses but, will love that joke. No.
3: <laughs> yeah. Listen, big ESPN, I'll suckle at the power teat. It's fine. I just want to come on here on, uh, on big ESPN radio. And drop a few F bombs about the Florida State thing and then get fired.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll absolutely do that. So uh I, uh I I love the transfer portal, but this the Kyle McCord thing in particular is very surprising to me because this is a dude who's eleven and one at Ohio State and is in the portal. Now maybe like he
0: loses if he wins the Michigan game, do you think he's in the portal? No, because I think there was something there with uh, – was it? He was – Michigan was going to recruit McCord, but instead took McCarty over him. I think that probably plays into it too, knowing that you've been defeated by the guy that was chosen over you at your arch rival. I think that plays a lot into this as well.
3: Yeah. Um, um, and you know what's unfair is that a lot of Ohio State fans were in the mentions of those things saying good riddance.
2: Yeah, you lost, like, I don't know, it is. And the thing is, is that we've talked about this at Baylor. I will Le- take Kyle McCord at Baylor yesterday. There's a lot of people that are going to take him. He's a good, he's a, look, here's the problem with Kyle McCord right now as it stands. They, they got spoiled by the he's last few quarterbacks. He's not CJ quarter- Stroud. He's not CJ Stroud and he's not uh, Justin Fields, right? Yeah. So,
3: that like, he's not that guy. And, and by the way, uh, if you watch the NFL highlights, a few people are. No, yes. C.J.
2: Stroud is a very, very, very talented player. Yeah. Uh, and walked into an organization that has rediscovered its soul. Uh, Love it. <laughs> so It's really cool for me. For, un, unlike Bryce Bryce Young, who I think is equally as good and talented as C.J. Stroud, but walked into a nightmare scenario, mm-hmm. you know, they uh, – yeah. So, bummer for Bryce, but good for the city of Houston and their, you know – folks
3: in- North Carolina are not happy right now. Yeah. And they can be they, like, they're North mad South at. Carolina? North Carolina? North Carolina. North Carolina. Right.
2: Like, they can be mad at, they can be mad at Bryce Young all they want. They, they need to be Ain't mad. And his at, fault, brother. It's not, it's David Tepper's fault. But, um, but he's not that. No. But he's 27 touchdowns and like five interceptions.
3: 24 in, touchdowns, six interceptions, 24, 3,100 yards. So
2: he's four to one. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, they had a lot of injury. They did, like, Travion Henderson missed time. Uh, Ecuba missed time. They've got players in the portal. Julian Fleming, who was, at, like, a top, top recruit a couple mm. years ago, had kind of fallen to, like, third or fourth on that was receiver depth chart, which happens when Brian Hartline just keeps on, like, the pipeline of of guys he's got in there. But 11-1 in the portal is surprising to me. Like, guys like Riley Leonard, who is at Duke and can clearly make more money somewhere else, you know, Cam Ward, Washington State is, you know, they're not in the power five. Like, he's, it's a weird situation. He can, he can make, Cam Ward's going to make a lot of money wherever mm-hmm. he goes.
3: Like, like a six year senior now? Maybe a fifth year, senior, year but he's, senior. Yeah. So
2: he, but like, so he's got, you know, and he's going to try to improve his NFL stock. You know, DJU, the same kind of thing. Like, those make sense to me. But a guy who's a, he's a redshirt sophomore, right? McCord, I believe a so, freshman, yeah. but like junior. Yeah. Okay. So, Who's uh, got two years to play for you? It was eleven and one. To me, that's just really surprising, and I'm wondering if he was just told, like, "Hey, we're going to go for a portal quarterback,"
3: and he's like, "All right, well, I'll go try to be eleven and one somewhere else." And he played a lot of snaps his freshman year. So I don't know how many games that equated to, or what. Yeah, but, but I, the, I uh,
2: yeah, I mean, you, you've got a guy who's probably going to have two years left,
3: and I, you know. I don't know. I mean, like, and yeah, he burned his red shirt his freshman year. Okay. Anyway, so
2: no, but um, yeah, I think he's got. I think he's got two years to play for you.
3: I think it's bad business. Not saying that Ohio State can't make it up; they're Ohio State. But I think it's bad business when you're running off known quantities. Yes, regardless of what you have at the position or who you're going to bring in. I think, again, I'll say this about Baylor. We saw with Baylor, and Gary Bohannon hasn't done anything since. He's been injured. But he got you to a Big 12 championship game, and instead of allowing a known quantity to stay and compete, which... He did in the preseason, but compete during the season uh, probably was a mistake. You know, like I and I and I and I like when coaches do right by the players to be like, look, you're not going to play, so I please go. I, but. I do think in that particular scenario, like he, he, that Sugar Bowl was a rough game. Yeah, like it was a rough game. Also then, wasn't 100% healthy. No, either. but
2: like it was rough. And like he had um, I, and I think Blake Shapen outplayed him in the spring. And so they're yeah. like, well, we got to go with this because this, we're, we're going be to do, be able to do more things in the offense. And that turned out to be uh, not a problem and not, as we found out over the long term, really Blake Shapen's fault. Yeah, You know, like he, he had his
3: moments where it was, yeah, that was not great. But um, I always maintain that they needed a running quarterback in that offense regardless, but yeah. that, neither. He no, was but there. either. So, okay. So if you're Ohio State in
2: and Kyle McCord's in the portal, if you want to like just, this is just based on on threes transfer portal rankings of quarterbacks. There are five guys ahead of him on that list. Now you're Ohio State. You can probably get one of those five. But I'm going to give you these five. Garrett, please participate. And you tell me which one that you know for sure is an upgrade over Kyle McCord. Okay. That's for sure an upgrade over Kyle McCord. Because some of these I think you might be kind of splitting hairs. Okay. So the one right on top of him, go, we'll start with the one right below him on their rankings. Because I think here at this point you're like, DJ Uyangalale is right below him. Is he for sure, if, you, if he went to Ohio
3: State... Is that an upgrade? Well, we saw him play at the big time, you know, big time program, Clemson, and look, he developed better in the more wide open system that I think that oh, that Oregon okay. State was running,
0: but. I I think that's one you could make an argument for, but I don't think it's a but guarantee. But you're not sure, right? It's
2: not a guarantee. Okay. He so runs that's, a little bit more. That's that's my point here. Right. That's, yeah. a, that's what I'm trying to get at. Okay. So you're like, I want like definitive you need stamp. A guarantee. Like, when I say this name, right. you're gonna be like, absolutely I know he's gonna be better than 11 1 and 1. You're telling the next guy, you have to be 12 and 0.
0: Correct. And you gotta be Michigan. It can be
2: Michigan. Or the one can be somebody else, but it damn sure is not Michigan. Right. So Number five is Will Howard. No, no, I wouldn't. No, No. not for sure. Now, look, Will Howard's a good player, and he's also gotten banged up already. Like I I, I, just—that's a lot of miles. So again, we are now to the point of okay, not for sure. Better. Number four, a guy I really like, Riley Leonard.
0: Also injured. I, I would, I think Leonard's an upgrade, but you with the injury, that's something that's got to be yeah. considered. Leonard, he okay. He, I think he is. Leonard he can move is,
3: around, but he doesn't. Th- I know for a fact well, he doesn't throw as well as Kyle McCord.
0: Uh,
2: I think he would if he had those kind of receivers. You think so? I think Riley yeah.
0: Leonard's a dude, man. Yeah, he's
2: got like a lot <laughs> Big, of – strong a lot, guy. A lot of the NFL people say like he's got NFL comps. They so. said that about Daniel Jones too. Yeah. And he's, and he's <laughs> been in the league for six years, whatever it's been. He got a second contract that's all this important. Mm-hmm. Okay, number three, Dante
0: Moore. No, I need. I, I still need to see something. Now from him. I
2: will say, like you put Dante Moore in that system, I'm. I I'd like to see it, but, but
0: I there's not enough sample size. You're going off of recruiting. There are a basis. lot of picks. Yeah, a lot of picks. I didn't even realize Dante
3: Moore was leaving UCLA that quickly. Yeah. So I might take a flyer on him just because of the upside. But is he better? Is he gonna beat Michigan?
2: Is the kid from is Detroit
3: going to beat Michigan?
2: Yeah, exactly. Like that's, but that's what
3: that's the that's only what this thing is about though. Yeah. Again, that's the only thing that Kyle McCord didn't do. Yeah, it's the only thing he didn't do. I mean, Dante Moore was eleven touchdowns, nine interceptions. Okay. I mean, the running, right. is, the running is there. But right.
2: number two, and this guy's been prognosticated to Oregon. Actually, the running isn't there. I Gabriel.
3: Yes, yeah, Dylan Gabriel.
0: Uh, I'm not like Dylan Gabriel's good, but.
2: I Look, I think he fits better at Oregon than he does at Ohio State anyway. But um, but um are you, like – is he for sure, like
0: – No, I dude, would I – would, I, given that you would have one year with him, essentially, maybe – I think this is last job, year, right? I
3: always I, – I agree that I always, like, I hate – if I get a transfer, I would like to have two years right. for the next year because we've seen – I mean, these systems can be interchangeable. Ohio State's different than the Oklahoma system, more akin but, to the Oregon system. But I will say that, like – I'm not or wait, is Oregon running the Ohio State system because he was there, right? Uh well no will Stein, uh... where was the head coach of Oregon? He was at Georgia A- Georgia. Georgia, okay. Georgia. Georgia, yeah. So I, I just right. think these intercept now, like the two year thing though, real quick, makes more sense to me because it's not always the first year, it's the next year. Ohio State doesn't have that luxury. But them figuring out that offense always seems to like is shaky at the start. Yeah. But and you could you have the ability to drop so, a game early.
2: Dylan Gabriel might be a little bit better, moves a little bit better, you know, he's but he was ten and two in a in a in a comparable league.
0: He beat a team that's in the playoff.
2: Beat a team that's gonna play off but lost to another rival, lost to Kansas. Thirty I mean, touchdowns,
3: you know. six interceptions, twelve touchdowns on the ground. Yeah, that's Gives that's that probably ability. okay, Dylan
2: Gabriel's an upgrade, right? Probably. Maybe, See? yeah. And, and, he, and he doesn't look like he's even going there. So let's take him out. Well, of Well, I'm
3: not going to lie to you though. Too Kyle McCord, Big Kit. I like. I know this shouldn't matter. Dylan Gabriel's little man. He's like he always feels to me like he's one hit so away. Fi- from... Five eleven, one eighty six. He's,
0: oh, he's he, tiny in person
3: too. Yeah, he feels yeah. to me like he's one hit away from really being just done. Yeah. Always. Okay.
2: And number one, you're all going to say yes. is Cam Ward. Yeah. 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 Cam Ward. Look, whoever gets Cam Ward's going to win a lot because Cam Ward's going to go into a system that has better wide receivers than he had and better running backs and potentially probably a better O line. Mm -hmm. Although Washington State's offense wasn't really the problem this year, was their defense? But um, but Cam Ward really
3: faltered during the middle of the season. Yeah.
2: So, but Cam Ward is going to get like he's go wherever he goes
3: is going to be they're going to be sitting in gravy. The My only problem with Cam Ward is, of course, like, he had a really good game against Ohio State – or, sorry, Oregon State. But – and went toe-to-toe with Washington. But he really disappeared against the middle of that. Like, 44-6 to against Arizona. Their defense was terrible, but he only puts up 192 yards passing, interception. And then he's throwing it all over the place against Oregon, but one touchdown – he loses to Arizona State. Oh, they only put up 27 points. Like, yeah. He puts up a lot of yards, but, yeah, maybe with the Ohio State system, that defense, well, and, and, their and, receivers, and it'll be I, better. I, I would I would bet that the, this is a – I like Cam Moore. That,
2: that this is a discussion about about two guys, if I'm Ryan Day. It's Dante Moore, who was the number one or two quarterback in the one. country best. I mean, he and Jaden Rashada were like yeah. right right there, okay? So it's about Dante Moore, who you didn't get last year, who maybe you think you get now, because he's a Midwestern kid and maybe you can go get him. Or it's about Cam Ward because you wanna you want you want a better chance in your mind of beating Michigan. Because look, Kyle McCord, for better or for worse, was really kind of the difference in that game, in that he was just not better than Michigan's defense mm-hmm. in the certain parts
3: of it. But again, the dude's eleven and one. This like, is worst game of the year. Yeah, if, I, I'm pretty sure he threw two picks in another game, but in that big of a situation, you know the stakes. The throwing the two interceptions, I just think it's unfair to the kid that every Ohio State fan is like, "You're not CJ Stroud," who by the way also lost to Michigan. But like, I think, yeah, it, yeah, I don't know. Is I
0: just this is like a long shot, but does the does. The fact that Quinn Ewers is playing in the college football playoff and was on that roster have any play into what's going on right now with McCord being out? Like I you, mean, I, I could have like, kept like you know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, I do think that if there was they had a Texas A&M here's A&M A situation deal. where they
0: had two right, right right yeah, right. but
2: yeah. also like Quinn Ryan Day should have seen that coming. Yeah. Like Quinn Ewers went there because he could go make money in Ohio right away. And he wanted
0: Texas first,
2: and, and he wanted Texas yeah, yeah, yeah. first, and then all he did was sit out that one year, sit through that one year where he made money, and then went to where Texas. he Should have anyway. been a high
3: school senior, right? Yeah. 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 So
2: like, that's all. Like, that's what that was. I mean, they used each other in that regard, right. and Ryan Day, like Ryan Day, not dumb to take a flyer on the kid because had he stuck it out, like. But the problem was, is that and Quinn knew that. Okay, well, C.J. Stroud was not was going to be the quarterback there. His that I mean, like, Quinn Ewers was a quarterback at Texas last year when C.J. Stroud was a quarterback Correct, at Ohio yeah. State. Mm-hmm. So he knew he was never going to start over C.J. Stroud. Like, he knew that was going to happen when he went there. Was he legitimately going to wait two years? No. He was going to go there, and they used each other. And like most Tinder dates, that's how it ended up. Like, <laughs> it, that's what that was. Quinn Ewers at Ohio State was they both swiped right. It was a, a convenient situation. And then they moved on. And found their true north. Although, Ryan Day is left going like, On well, Farmers he's still... FarmersOnly.com. Yeah. Yeah. He's still... <laughs> Ryan Day is still swiping and Texas is playing for the...
0: Yeah. It's for the ship, weird so. to
3: see Ohio State and a few of these other schools who were the last bastion of, you're going to come here and sit and you're going to be a redshirt sophomore or a junior and you're going to throw for 50 touchdowns and then go pro now be in the situation of actually we don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. Uh and I don't I, I truly don't understand that because it's worked for you so far. I don't know. Maybe they just they saw the writing on the wall that he wasn't up to the standard of these previous quarterbacks, which I, I, I don't know if that's even true. But it, it, it's it's just interesting to me that they would rather take a flyer on a either one-year rental, which I'm never sure how, like I said, how well that will go, or a kid that threw like 11 touchdowns and nine interceptions, and also I I thought scrambled a little bit, didn't, he had like negative 84 rushing yards on the season because of the sack numbers in in college football. You want to take a flyer on that kid and bring him up because he's going to start right away instead of sitting out and learning the offense and doing the – you're taking a flyer no matter what. I think Cam Moore could do it. Yeah. I'd be more hesitant for the lower end one-year rental or the coaching a kid up as a 19-year-old.
0: I, yeah. I, I think they're in a situation, though, this year, though, where that's not the case. I think it's similar to what – I personally feel like it's similar to what Baylor's dealing with with Aranda where Ryan Day is looking like, I have to win this year to save my job or I'm gone, and I know I can't win with McCord. I have to – like just risk it, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. go all out and get that guy in there to help me save my job and at least beat Michigan. Because I, he's probably gone if he doesn't win this year.
2: Well, look, the thing is, the Michigan game Said won't matter. But, but the the Michigan game doesn't matter as much as it did anymore. I know I,
0: in the in the grand scheme, yes, but I think down to the boosters and everything, if he gets, he can't get beat by them look, again.
2: If he's 11 and one, and that one is Michigan, right next year, I don't know if he gets fired, but it would not surprise me to see Ryan Day
3: take, not renewed.
2: Like, no, just go like I'm gonna go like I'm gonna put my name out there for the NFL and I'll go coach the Panthers or I'll coach Right, right. Because they'll probably have a new coach next year too anyway. Uh but like I'll go coach whoever and they come because, back in. Because I can't like this I can't this is an impossible standard
3: to meet. And he'll pull a Nick Saban. Yeah. Like yeah. from LSU.
2: Yeah. So and then go back in and then he'll be the coach, you know, he want to be the coach at Florida or something, and then they'll yeah. like, oh, my God, look at that. Um, How they, did that happen? They called that a reverse urban, if he would do reverse that. Reverse <laughs> reverse urban. All right, when we come back, a two-tiered Division one, where the, the absolute, they're just going to be the haves and have-nots, and we're going to say it out loud, proposed by the NCAA. That's coming up next. This is 365 Sports.
1: If your business is like most, you need things done quickly, but if you're still tying your critical applications together on multiple shared public networks, you've probably been feeling the slowdown, and that's no good for business. A private UPN fiber network can get you and your business moving at the speed of light. Whatever you need, we can build it. Internet, Metro Ethernet, Waves, Dark Fiber, we deliver custom private networks and are focused on business customers only. Our next generation 100% fiber optic infrastructure offers you low latency and ultra scalable bandwidth with speeds up to 100 gigabit to run your critical applications. Your connection won't be limiting your performance anymore. It's diverse and scalable, so it can grow and change as your business grows and changes. And with a secure carrier grade private network, you'll have all the reliability you need. Contact UPN today to learn more. Fast, just got faster. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Welcome to the
2: Triple Option. Here's your host, Paul Catalina. Alongside Royden Ogletree, I don't know if I even said your name today. And guest. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Catalina and friend. Yes. And my tall friend Royden, um, Royden, uh, we talked about this earlier, and I know that like you, you came in, you hadn't seen this yet, but yeah, NCAA President Charlie Baker on Tuesday proposed the creation of a new subdivision within Division one that would allow the highest resource schools the ability to compensate athletes directly through a trust fund and direct name image and likeness payments. Um, it was sent out to Division One members um, this morning. Here are the recommendations. The formation of a new subdivision made up of institutions with the highest resources that can directly compensate athletes through an enhanced educational trust fund, which requires the schools that opt into it an investment of at least $30,000 per year per athlete for at least half of the school's eligible athletes, and schools would have to adhere to Title IX, providing equal monetary opportunities to both female and male athletes." Schools in the new subdivision could create their own rules separate from the rest of D1, and those rules will allow them ability to address policies such as scholarship limits and roster size, as well as transfers and NIL. Any Division One school would be able to enter into an NIL deal with its athletes directly, not currently permissible, and any D1 school should be able to dis- distribute to any athlete funding related to educational benefit without any caps on such compensation. So basically, what this me, means—I me, 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 me. know I put you to sleep. <sighs> me, me. I'm going to. We w- want to make the Premier League. Yes, it is just going to be the haves and have-nots. Yeah. There. Yes, and here's how it's going to be: if you want to opt in, but then this would also, like, this would wreck these conferences, wouldn't it? Not like, would it not like
3: these because- big, th- these big super conferences now that are forming? Well,
2: like the thing is, it would be the one. Because I don't know how many schools would really do this.
3: So I said I said before uh, we started filming, there's like what 132 or 130 yeah. some one, odd, yeah, 31, whatever it is. D1 football programs, maybe a little bit more like uh, 133. Yeah, there's, there's like Sam Houston and them joined this past season, so it, it's but, skewing the numbers that I've so always if you, known. But maybe a hundred and. Ah, uh, 115 of them couldn't do this, or wouldn't like,
2: wouldn't or some of them couldn't, wouldn't, or don't really want to, but may have to. So, let's just take the power for the remaining power for conferences, which would be um, the ACC at Notre Dame. So, that's 18 schools right there, mm-hmm. or whatever it is. 18 schools, um, there's 16 in the SEC, there's 16 in the so you're talking about 68 schools here, right? Mm-hmm. So you're talking about 68 schools in the power force, you know, um, and let's let's just throw in a couple others and let's say there's a round number of 70. So that's about half of the thing. Well, I mean, are you telling me that you know a school like Miami could do that? It's a small private school? You know that you know, I know they're in a big area, but could Baylor do that? Could TCU No. no.
0: You know, like who has I, that? I don't conf- think the Big Twelve will be impacted.
2: Could could George could Georgia Tech do that? No. No, I mean like
3: I mean you have to start going through everybody's endowments, but I like but yeah, I, but you're looking at like I mean trying to I mean with somebody like Mississippi State be impacted. Well, or, I mean, uh, like, it depends on how much money you're getting and how much, where that money goes.
2: But, yeah, there are, um, so, and, and this is probably not going to be the like last Minnesota, model. Minnesota,
3: Rutgers. But also, but done.
2: Here's, here's another problem with this. Because it's Title IX compliant, it has to be Title IX compliant, that means you essentially have to double the amount of money that you're paying, like, you've raised... Because you're not going to – because you can't rob Peter to pay Paul. So you can't decide, well, we're going to take money out of this football thing and pay the women's
3: basketball players.
2: You have to get as much – You just much, have to
3: get new money, You right? have to get
2: new money. So it's a lot of new money you'd have to get because you have to be like, hey, okay, well, if our budget was $10 million all in for NIL and five of that was going to You can't football, redistribute funds. Then you're not going to take two and a half away and, and do it – So now you have to get fifteen million a year for your NIL, so that
3: that five million you were going to take away goes somewhere else. So it's in that aspect, okay, good actually, because like, let's pay our women's sports. I your point still stands is that like how many people one can afford to do this or will do this? Because everybody talks about NIL for football. Mm -hmm. We haven't talked about NIL for women's basketball, men's basketball, just down the line. You know, so sacrificing, so they're never, one, never were going to sacrifice one program to pay another program. But two, I don't, I guess if they got on their horse and started like going door to door to figure out how they could raise more money, they could probably figure out figure it out. But I kind of think these NIL collectives are where they're going to be. Yeah. People are spending the money already. Yeah. So they've been spending the money, yeah. especially at these big schools. Some programs Baylor could like always up their game, but, but I just think that I, yeah, the, the big schools are already not capped out. Obviously some big oil, big wig could come into any school and be like, uh, here's 50 gold doubloons or whatever. Yeah. But like, I think, uh, yeah, I think they're they're basically are where they're going to be. Yeah, already. So it is So it, but
2: my question is are they like are the power conferences just going to do this in mass and leave everybody behind because I don't think that that's the case. I think this is this is particularly the one where it gets to the point of like, you know, hey Rutgers, you've been nice. Hey Vanderbilt, you've been nice. Hey Baylor, hey TCU and and all that, you've been nice, but you guys do your own thing. We're going. And that's Look, that might be f like ultimately like it might be something we're worrying about. Like if you you've talked about the Premier League, mm-hmm. there are there are plenty of, of like using English soccer as the model that now they're used to it, they know that their team is just gonna win that second, like they're gonna be in contention for that second league all the time and they might get up or from, down every Up couple or down of years. every few years and they're they're fine with that, right? Like but
3: they this doesn't allow for anything like relegation. You no. have to spend – but, and but I it guess would be spending the money in Premier League helps you win, but it's on the team. But it would be like their fans are used to it.
2: Like yeah. we're one of the better teams in this one, but we don't have the resources of Man City, so it's just not ever really probably gonna be us, right, yeah, you know, and so they,
3: they every so often you get a lesser City, un- which is what I was, yeah, saying.
2: but they but they do like they have other tournaments, like in season tournaments during the like mm-hmm. there's other things to make people happy in that sport. As for college football, that doesn't exist, there's like one thing. So, but if you create a new championship where the in the have not division one, Go where there's the
3: haves division one,
2: no, where they're just playing have nots and the yeah. haves halves are away and, you know, spitting down on the plebs, like, oh, that's it. Then, then, then may, look, then maybe that'll work out for everybody. I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's right. I don't think it's what college football is, but it's where it's going. And maybe that'll work out. Maybe it will. Maybe, maybe you'll be happy because you'll win national championships in, in sports you never did before. But well, how yeah. does it affect – here's the other thing. How does it affect, like, is this just for football? Like, if it's not just for football, so – Are you going to play the haves and have-nots that make their – like, I don't understand. There's a lot of questions that are not answered in the articles about it. So, like, are you going to wreck the NCAA tournament, Yeah,
0: too? I think you would separate – you would find a way to separate football and basketball from it and then try – because if you don't and you're trying to get it up with other money, how many other sports are you going to have to cut away and use the resources spent on travel – to pay for your new football, like that's what it's going to come down. To. If you don't yeah. split off, you're going to have to gut your athletic department.
3: Yeah, I don't know.
2: This is uh, it's very, it's very. You'd, be,
3: you'd be really killing a lot of awesome basketball, like basketball games down the road, and yeah. like obviously those conferences would still play each other. The ones that don't opt into it, but I just think that like basketball, especially, you'd be killing some. Like, not saying that Duke and Duke and North Carolina are kind of in the same situation, but like, what would happen if North Carolina? Opted in, and Duke didn't. Now all of a sudden, you're not playing Duke in North Carolina basketball anymore.
0: Well, what happens when you you do this and it changes, and your best basketball conference is essentially left out because their foot? Like, what's the big? The Big Twelve is the best basketball conference. Right. So are you going to eliminate that? Like it, in the main grand scheme of things. It, and like Paul was saying, maybe maybe we're overreacting,
3: and maybe we'll just watch it anyway. But it like. But then all the te- – what's weird to me is that then that's where all the television money goes. You yeah. know, like, where do they broadcast League 2 uh, Premier League? No idea.
0: Streaming, probably. It's, yeah, streaming, it's on yeah.
3: ESPN+. Plus, I can yeah. tell you right now because, yeah. like, I've seen it. It's on ESPN+. Plus. Sometimes it's on, like, the USA Network or whatever that – where they'll bump them up or whatever. This game matters for relegation purposes or whatever. But, no, it's on streaming. And it was barely on streaming. Um, they've just negotiated that recently, all the big money networks who broadcast it in, uh, you know, sky sports sells it to USA and TNT and all the, all the programmers here. I like those are broadcast every Saturday, every Sunday rain, sleet or shine. Uh, I have to go to some illegal Russian network if I want to watch, you know, uh, uh, Norwich or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you're a fan of them, if you weren't in that area, why you're doing that in America? I have no idea. Anyway, but you, you get what I'm saying. Like, yeah. like ESPN or Fox or all these play, uh, programming, all this programming will all of a sudden be like, you're the 15 teams that we're going to broadcast everywhere. Sorry, yeah. like that just is what will happen. Yeah, and like that sounds alarmist, but we know it to be true because we've seen it in other. Other things they don't broadcast minor league baseball except for yeah. on the team's website, yeah, exactly. No, that's
2: that's there's a lot, I have a lot more questions than answers right now, so all right, well, that's gonna do it for us. Oh, we because we can't we can't answer this today. I just think that we can solve we, the world's problems. At least, at least we know now that. The NCAA leadership is just admitting, like, okay, there are haves and we have lost, nots. We lost. Yeah, we lost. Yeah, it. we failed. That's it. That's it. There's has and have nots.
3: And this is really the NCAA, to me, holding on to a last grasp for them to hold on as like an organization with any organizational power. Yeah. When, instead of these. Well, sports. and any organizational
2: power, he's letting them make up their own rules. So well, he's well, like true, look, yeah. I can't.
3: I can't. I can't. We can't do this,
2: this anymore. anymore. Like, it's just do your own thing. That's it. You know, and I mean, like. I know they've been relying on Congress for the last two years to try to get involved, but let's face it. Oh, like, hey. <laughs> they're, they're, here's the deal. They're not even trying to stay open. Like, yeah. like, you, you have a real, like, this would have made sense to get Congress involved at a time where it was taboo to let the government shut down. Yeah. And cause that used to be the thing. It's like they would make deals cause like, God forbid the government shuts down. Now we got to pay we, people for Christ. They're sake. like, yeah, we gotta, you know, we
3: have to have essential services. And they're like, nah, the government can shut down. Yeah, We're fine with it. We don't go no on vacation. Um, mm-hmm. by the way, the congressmen and women to the congressmen and women, uh, I think it was one specifically, I can't remember his name, uh, saying that they're asking for a congressional hearing. In oh, you mean Rick Scott, Rick Scott. <laughs> Thank you. Um, don't do that. No, please don't. Stop. We don't. I, like, I, t- I tweeted Worry out. Worry about inflation, please.
2: I, There's I, a lot going on out here. I, I tweeted out, we don't need your help. Yeah. Don't need
3: your help. Don't want it. Don't need it. Don't. And I here's mean, the thing. If Florida State decides to sue whoever, fine. Like, that's also lame a little bit. They're also not going to. They're not going to. Don't be like, I call for Congress to look into, and they'll be like, go oh, to hell. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, whatever. Yeah. It's just there's it was a waste of congressional resources. Please stop. Florida
2: State, here's the reason Florida State won't sue. Because if if the if the situation was reversed and it was it was them that got in, they'd be just like the other three going, Oh, well, that's a bummer. I'm sorry, that sucks. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know. Like they they wouldn't be doing it. Now look, they're right to have outrage, but also like you get to have it to a point because you know that like if you got in the four, just like you know, when they called Nick, Saban. we S- would have
3: been there. We would have won. You when know,
2: when they when they told Nick Saban he was going, he said, like, "Listen, guys, I just don't think this is right." <laughs> you know, I. You know, what a. <laughs> there was a, a commercial.
3: He plays the game incredibly well. I'll there tell was you that. there
2: was a commercial for. Um, I th- I think it, it, was, it was like a, a religious, a church commercial. Mm-hmm. You know. And it was about sportsmanship and, or something like that. And there was a basket. You remember this was like oh, a basketball Oh yeah, team. coach. I, I like, touched coach, it. Coach, coach, it was off me. Like there is not one coach in America, not the most chaste, wonderful, like sportsmanship coach, like coach, it was off me. No, no, no. Like Scott Drew would be like,
3: go sit on the bench. Shut your mouth. No, no, no. Shh. shh.
2: They didn't see it. That's fine. That's what it's like. Here's the thing. In high school, you're like, no, no, no. You know, um, you know. maybe if you're up by like 90 in that game, you're like, hey, that was off me yeah, yeah. here. Let them inbound the ball so we can swat it again because it, this is getting boring. But close game like that was. So, yeah, it's not like anybody's going to do that. Like Washington's like, listen, if they're not in, we're not going either. <laughs> we stand up. No. Hey, Michael Penix, shut your mouth.
0: Yeah.
3: Like, that's what they're saying.
2: Yeah. No, like, this isn't the Hunger Games. Nobody's, I'm offering myself as tribute. <laughs> Nobody's doing that. Nobody's doing that. Oh, man. Yeah. it's It's probably the Hunger Games before, like, before when nobody would do that. Just years and years of like, oh, well. I'm going home. That sucks for you, but thanks. Sorry. We'll miss you at Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, good luck. I hope you win. <laughs> Be rooting for you, champ. <laughs> so, all right. That's going to do it for us. Thanks to Garrett. Thanks to Royden. We're back tomorrow with Stephen Simcox. We're asking him about field trips and uh, school conferences and all that that he had to do. Fun parenting stuff. Yeah, fun parenting
1: stuff. This is 365 Sports. If your business is like most, you need things done quickly. But if you're still tying your critical applications together on multiple shared public networks, you've probably been feeling the slowdown. And that's no good for business. A private UPN fiber network can get you and your business moving at the speed of light.